Blended families are becoming more and more common as parents find new partners at the end of an earlier relationship. Some of these new partners can be reluctant to start a relationship with someone who already has kids. That can make things complicated, especially since it often means the ex may still be hanging about. But a big concern of many people considering starting a relationship with someone who is already a parent is whether becoming that spouse's parent will mean becoming liable for that parent's child support obligation. New spouses should not be liable for their partner's child support. But the legal answer is more complicated. When new spouses can be liable to their partner's ex-spouse for child support is the topic of this episode of the Ontario Family Law Podcast. I'm John Schumann, a certified specialist in Family Law in Ontario. I'm also a mediator, arbitrator, and collaborative lawyer. This podcast is a companion to my book, Guide to the Basics of Ontario Family Law, which is available on the iBookstore, Amazon, Kobo, and in fine bookstores. Child support is always payable by a biological or adoptive parent that has a child for 50% of the time or less. Where there is shared parenting, the amount of child support can vary from the child support tables, but usually both parents pay table child support to each other. I went over how child support works in previous episodes. In Ontario, getting married does not mean one spouse owns the other spouse's assets, nor does it mean one spouse is responsible for the other spouse's debts, including any debts for child support. Under Ontario law, married spouses are still legally independent from each other. Part 1 of Ontario's Family Law Act covers property division on separation. Again, check out my previous episodes for an explanation for how property is divided in Ontario after marriage and also what happens to property after a common law relationship. But to summarize, separated married spouses share in the increase in each other's net worth, but not in the actual assets themselves or the debts. Ah. Common law couples have even fewer property rights. So if your fiancé is in debt to his ex for child support, that is not your debt. Oh yeah. However, unfortunately, this may not be where it ends. There are still ways that one spouse could end up on the hook for the other spouse's child support debt. First, with regard to property division, when married spouses separate, they share in the increase in each other's net worth. When a married spouse builds up a child support debt, that debt decreases his or her net worth. So on separation, that net worth is lessened by the amount of the child support debt. Since on separation, each spouse essentially gets half of the other spouse's increase in net worth, any debt owed by one spouse reduces how much the other spouse will get by half of the value of that debt. Put more directly, the spouse without the child support debt ends up indirectly paying half of that child support debt because of the decrease in what the other spouse shares through Ontario's property equalization process. But things can even work out worse than that if the spouse who owes the child support is also the spouse whose net worth has gone up less or not at all. The spouse with a greater increase in net worth during the marriage owes the other spouse an equalization payment on separation. If the spouse who owes the child support has a lower increase in his or her net worth, either because of the child support debt or otherwise, the other spouse will have a larger equalization payment to pay. So when one spouse has his or her net worth decreased by child support, how much the other spouse owes for an equalization payment would be increased by half the amount of that child support debt. In that case, the other innocent spouse is indirectly paying half of that child support. 
These types of debt problems, which can have very unfair results, can be fixed with a marriage contract. Ah. I covered how to do that in a previous episode, which you should check out if this situation applies to you. Spouses can have a contract that says one spouse's child support debts will not affect property equalization if the spouses separate. That means the marriage contract can legally prevent one spouse from ever being responsible for the other spouse's child support. There is another way one spouse's child support for their children of a previous relationship can end up becoming a problem for his or her current spouse. Child support is the obligation of parents. However, the term parent can mean more than just biological or adoptive parents. While biological and adoptive parents always pay full table child support, other people who have acted as a parent to a child can be on the hook for child support as well. That means a step-parent can end up owing child support to his or her spouse's ex. Oh. I covered that topic in a previous episode too. This does not mean that step-parent shares in his or her spouse's child support obligation. Instead, it means that step-parent can acquire their own child support obligation for their spouse's kids from a prior relationship. <laughs> Acting as a parent to someone else's kids can create a child support obligation, especially where a person does that with the best motivations. A spouse is not directly responsible for the child support owed to the other spouse's ex. However, that innocent spouse could end up sharing in that debt on separation after marriage when his or her spouse owes back child support to a former spouse. A spouse who acts like a parent to a partner's child from a previous relationship can also end up owing child support to that partner's ex. If you need some more general family law guidance, or you need to understand Ontario family law matters better to make important financial decisions, or if you need to better understand your financial options after separation or divorce, or if you need some tips for how best to make Ontario family law work for you, get a copy of my book, Guide to Basics of Ontario Family Law. You can access it immediately on the iBook store on Amazon for the Kindle version, or you can download it for Kobo. Amazon can deliver the paperback version directly to your doorstep. You can also get a lot more Ontario Family Law information on www.schumanlaw.ca. Not only are there are hundreds of pages of Family Law information and links, but there are links to where to get my book and links to reach my offices to meet with either me or one of my colleagues. Because it is always best to get a lawyer who can give you expert advice that is specific to your situation. In addition to my website, keep up to date on family law and children's law issues by liking my Facebook page, following me on Twitter at at and finding me on LinkedIn. Of course, please also subscribe to my YouTube channel and get the audio versions of the Ontario Family Law Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.shumanlaw.ca. Thanks for participating in this podcast. We will get together again soon.